0: Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince, where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team.
1: In this episode, we are getting international. What do we mean by that? We are going to talk over some different phrases. Uh, We're we're going to... Phrases that uh, we don't have in English, that other languages have. That we sorely need. That we need, yes. So yes. today is going to be an educational opportunity. If you've been with us for a little while, you know we, we've been doing, and maybe you don't know, so to tell you, we've been doing <laughs> <laughs> kind of two different things. We've been doing some interviews with people on our team, getting to know the credit union world and what they do. And then we've also been throwing in uh, conversations like today, which don't necessarily have direct correlation to what we do in our day-to-day work lives oh but they do oh but they do oh, but they as do you will see
0: so much
1: but we want to just pick some topics that are interesting to us and hopefully to you as well and just explore them
0: and this one happens to be a pet topic Do people have pet topics a pet topic of ours <laughs> a, a f- favorite yes. conversation of ours to have
1: it comes up Often. Before we get into that, though, I want to have just a little bit, a wee bit of a different discussion. A wee bit? So let's talk about uh, an experience that we've been going through in our personal lives, not you and I, but my family life. Okay. And that is potty training a (laughs) three-year-old.
0: Is this just therapy time now? (laughs) I'm very worried about what's happening. I'm not
1: here to... Discuss the woes and difficulties okay. of that. All right. But the thing that I find interesting, eh, most recently with potty training, but with everything.
0: And again, this is your three-year-old. Right, not three-year-old. yourself. Right. Okay. Well, clarification is important.
1: <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> I find it super interesting, and not something that I I don't really think about. Maybe you do. Maybe the rest of the world does. Um, but I didn't think about is just that, like how we do a lot of strange things as human beings. Okay. So to teach, like, what brings us up is to teach a three-year-old, right? To do a, what we would consider a basic human function. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of steps involved.
0: It in is in the process highly ritualized.
1: Yes, and so to try and pass that on has been very interesting. A work in progress but yeah. then i also think of like teaching them to get dressed mm-hmm. and like the process of putting on a shirt and taking off a shirt is a very complex process
0: <laughs> basically anything that you have to explain the motor function of what you're doing to someone because you can't just say no just you know like i'm actually specifically thinking about yesterday with your son trying to explain to him how to use that toy because you just oh, yes. can't say put your fingers on either side of this thing and squeeze like this. Mm-hmm. because that already is also uh, that already is too much information. Put, <laughs> right? right? So you can't just like you could do that to after a certain age, you can be like you just hold it like this and squeeze. Mm-hmm. But it was that small act was fundamentally very complex to him.
1: Yes. A lot of steps. A lot of steps. A lot to grasp.
0: Right. Literally. Right. (laughs) Yes.
1: Grasp the toy on either side. Yes. And squeeze. Yes.
0: Yes. So when you go beyond that, to take your pants down first. (laughs) Right. Then associated underpants. Yes. And then the magic happens. (laughs) And everything else. Mm -hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. that was just that's just a thing you need to get off your chest. Yeah. Life is hard.
1: Very complex.
0: And so you know what? Let's that's a really good way to start this off because to everyone listening, they have mastered that. That's a super super complex thing. You are well ahead of a 3-year-old who is potty training. So yes. congratulations everyone. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's your daily dose We're of encouragement. So proud of you. Moving on. We Like we said, we found, well, we looked up, now we don't want to just find cool things on the internet and talk about them, so, but
0: Mm, here's what. We want to just find cool (laughs) things on the internet and talk about them. Well, what I'm saying is. But we know we won't get paid to do that. (laughs) That's what we did,
1: but we also want to talk about how that applies in our our lives, IRL. IRL. And not just say, oh, here's this cool thing we found on the internet.
0: (laughs) The internet, it's cool, check it out. (laughs) <laughs> That's what we should do. I think we should add, just really quickly, a, a uh, some compliance information before we move ahead. Mm. A disclaimer. Yes. Okay. So the words we are going to share today and discuss, to repeat, are foreign phrases.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. Um,
0: in school, I... I took German, I took three years of German in school. I did not excel at three years of German. I took three years of German. (laughs) Vince, you took French.
1: Three years? Yes. Same policy.
0: Okay, all right. So, we are high school language experienced. I have since tried (laughs) to learn... For some of us, that has been
1: longer ago than others.
0: No reason to bring that up. (laughs) That's fine. It seems like yesterday. Um, Since then, I have tried to learn Spanish. Mm. So we have maybe more language experience than someone who hasn't learned any other language.
1: Than my three-year-old.
0: yes. However, not a ton more. (laughs) So we will do our absolute level best to pronounce. And so some of these words are German. Some of these words are French. Some of these words are Spanish or Spanish derivatives. Some of them are not any languages we've spoken. So we will do our best. And we will share these words so you can read them. So if you speak, for example, Czechoslovakian Mm -hmm. or Polish. Yep or Filipino, mm-hmm. you can feel sad for the fact that I, we could not pronounce basic words. Not
1: convinced that that's how you re- refer to the language that they are speaking, but they those are just the places or the people groups from which they originate.
0: Okay. What?
1: Just more disclaimer. Okay.
0: So much <laughs> disclaimer. Are you ready to begin?
1: Let's do it.
0: So we're going to begin uh, with... One of the phrases, and I'm going to let you pronounce it, but this is a oh. phrase. This is actually a phrase you brought up not an hour ago as we were going to cross the street. Oh, yes. <laughs> so yes.
1: So we'll talk about what that.
0: I, yes. What is the phrase?
1: The phrase, uh, it is French, and it is something adjacent to <laughs> l'appel de vide, which means, uh, translates to the call... Of the void.
0: So describe for our listeners what is the call of the void.
1: Have you ever been? Let, it doesn't have to be a mountaintop, but let's say, for picture this, you're on a mountain top. It's
0: a much lovelier picture than on standing on the intersection of Central. Right. Veterans <laughs> <than> Parkway. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: standing on a mountain top, or perhaps a cliff. I have been standing at the edge of the Grand Canyon before. So. Okay. Uh, But, so you are standing there, not that you would ever do this, right? Um, But it is that, just that hint of a thought while you are there, like, what if I jumped? Yes. So, um, do we need a disclaimer that?
0: It is not a... Uh, I I think it's fair to, as a disclaimer, this is something that we think, that people think, it's just like a random sort of intrusive thought. It isn't tied to anything. It isn't, my life is this way, so what if I jumped? Mm -hmm. It is scientifically, academically, what would happen now if I... Jumped off this cliff. If I drove off this bridge. Mm-hmm. If I stepped in front of a semi on the intersection, of <laughs> Central and Veterans Parkway. An, expe- what would an
1: experience ha- I had just not an hour ago.
0: Yes. What it, was it just
1: that fleeting thought with no necessary intention to do that. Right. Right. But just the thought of. I wonder. Yes. <laughs> I do have a s I have an answer for that, uh anecdotal answer to say, for example, if you're standing in a high place and wondering what would happen, I as you know, our listeners may not know, uh I used to work in the roofing business and very recently was back into it, but not on the roof. Not an on the roof situation, but just helping out. Anyway, used to work with a guy who would always say, Now this Notably, he was notorious for accidents.
0: Mm, okay.
1: So I don't know what that says about his advice. Maybe. <laughs> well, maybe it gives credence to his advice, maybe because he knows. As he would always say, it's not the fall that'll kill you. It's the sudden stop at the bottom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is good life advice. <laughs> so if you,
1: if you feel the call of the void in a high place, just know. Right. It's it not is, the fall.
0: It's a sudden stop. It's the sudden stop. At the bottom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Well Oh ooh. nope. We're sticking we're still being called by the void. Another thing ding ding, ding ding ding. Hello. It's really <laughs> 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 I'm calling you. <laughs>
1: I think another form of this that I experience, and this is a very specific example.
0: <laughs> very excited about this specific example.
1: But uh, when I'm, I'm standing in the elevator, I'm holding something relatively small. The door opens, and I think to myself, what would happen if I dropped this down the crack in the door of the elevator? <gasps>
0: that is really specific. <laughs> and do you think that is you experiencing le père du vide? Something like that. Or is it the thing you're holding, experiencing that, and you're (laughs) just trying to help? Right. Like, I don't know, pen. (laughs) It might be. (laughs) Let's see what happens. Maybe it's your time. (laughs) (laughs) You've had a good run, Pencil. (laughs) Let's see what happens.
1: Yep. Well, specifically, I I think it more when it's something that I don't want to draw. So, for example, like I'm holding the memory card on my camera with footage that I need to get onto the computer. Like, ooh, how terrible would that be if I just dropped this and it fell down the crack? Never to be seen
0: again. Okay. Wow. That that might... There's some damage there. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be really honest with you. I'm not a professional, but Kay. get that looked at. Well,
1: that's why this is a therapy session. Yeah, so. <laughs> so that's
0: what I thought. We did start off that way, so... Okay.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: I didn't mean to rush you. I'm very no, stressed about okay. pronouncing this next word, so I was very... Very excited.
1: It it looks like it starts out like backpack.
0: Yeah, it doesn't.
1: It, it doesn't. I mean, no. it,
0: close. So this next word is a German word. Um, another thing I think is interesting to bring up is the thing that we talk about, mm-hmm. and in the writing, some of the writing we do, is the idea of using a Germanization. One of the things the German language does really really well is the. We're practical people. (laughs) And we say, you know, that thing and that, those two words create something. And so why would I say that thing is this when I could just put those two words together? Mm -hmm. And so they just take words and smash them together. And so in English, we'll do the same thing with hyphens Mm -hmm. and then refer to that um, in some cases as a Germanized phrase. So you just take, like, this phrase means a particular feeling, and for us, it could be ten words. Right. For me, (laughs) specifically me. (laughs) That could be (laughs) ten words. Some of us are wordier than others. Yes. So, for
1: example, let's say, like, today, Mm -hmm. the day is rainy, Mm -hmm. and you want to describe that day, but you also want to attach a feeling to it. So it's that phrase you could use is, and this would all be hyphenated, that Rainy day that makes you feel like Eeyore, right. kind of day. Right. So that whole phrase
0: would be that would be a Germanized a phrase. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, having explained that, we will give you an example of an excellent word in the German language. Now I and can't
1: I can't tell you where one word ends and the next one starts.
0: Oh, I don't think it does, but <laughs> our, my best guess is backpfeifen gesiegt gese- back. Gese- 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 g- Backpfeifengesicht. Okay. Sure.
1: Close enough. Yes. For our intents and yes. purposes.
0: And this is one of those words. German, German is not one of the romance languages. I know that surprises you. But it is a more practical. Some, <laughs> like I
1: said, it's more practical than romance. Yes.
0: yes. Some people. Um, some people do not find it to be a lovely language. I think this is one of the words that makes it lovely because it describes so perfectly a punchable face is what that means backpfeifen gesiegt is a punchable face there is nothing that really correlates to that face of a person that you look at and think I could really really like that face call it would in French you might be it might be the call of the fist. <laughs> It makes, just looking at a face, that makes you think, I could just punch that face. Vince is uncomfortable (laughs) with the level of eye contact I'm making right now. Because I have accused him of having this perhaps chronic condition.
1: (laughs) I think I'm going to leave now. As a disclaimer, we are not advocating
0: violence. Mm -mm. No. But we know... That uh, you all are smart and are capable of looking at a face and saying that one's punchable. I'm a good human being. I'm not going to punch it, but I'm going to acknowledge it's punchable. <laughs> right? Sure. But uh, If I keep saying it, right, it's going to sound like a word. Yeah. Ready to move on? Let's do it. This is another of our favorites.
1: This is this is probably the one that we discuss. The most. And maybe because it... I have to believe that everybody experiences it, but particularly as introverts, I should only speak for myself, particularly as an introvert, who sometimes, and by sometimes I mean most of the time...
0: Every meeting, every every conversation. Has
1: difficulty with social interaction. (laughs) This is a as you said one of my many chronic conditions (laughs) (laughs) and that is another front did i did we say that it's french uh here we go l'esprit d'escalier which translated means the spirit or the ghost if you will of the staircase
0: so what is the ghost of the staircase when you have had a conversation, and to Vince's point, when you are a, an internal processor, mm-hmm. you have a tendency toward processing conversations internally and you take, rather than speaking out loud and working things through, you sort of take it in and then process. Um, you can have an interaction where you are processing during the interaction you walk away, and then you say, ah, oh, that is exactly what I should have said. Mm-hmm. That is exactly.
1: So if you've ever thought, well, I'll think of that 10 minutes from now. But it's not just – it is it is more specific than just anything. Mm-hmm. It's specifically like a, a witty response mm-hmm. to something. Right. So you have a conversation, maybe somebody uh, – burns you, mm-hmm. you know, whether whether malintent or not, right. friendly banter, if you will. We'll, right. we'll go with the more positive friendly mm-hmm. banter.
0: Mm-hmm. Since we've already talked about punching people in the face, yeah. let's try and bring it around. <laughs>
1: and uh, you're like, oh, and you are grasping. You say, you're stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: grasping for something to say a witty comeback to mm-hmm. whatever they said. And then 10 minutes
0: after you walk away from the conversation, bam! There it is. There it is. In the staircase. Yeah. Yes. And you know, this is a delicious, pun intended, segue to our next word, <laughs> which is another another <laughs> German word. Yep. And the reason this we is... We didn't do this intentionally, no, all the French and German words. It
1: just sort it of just worked, worked out, out, out way. It just worked out this
0: way. It was beautiful. Um, so our next word... The reason this is delicious, Ah, ah, I'm so funny, Uh, segue, is that our...
1: She's definitely laughing at herself. Mm -hmm. You heard it. Mm
0: -hmm. I might have given myself a high five underneath the table. (laughs) Uh, Is that our next word, literally translated, and we'll explain what it means. And I'll tell you what the word is. But literally translated means grief bacon.
1: You heard it right.
0: Grief bacon. So this is the feeling. Well, this is actually the weight that you gain from eating your feelings. So let's say you you have a witty repartee with someone, and then you walk away from them, having not been able to come up with that perfect thing to say. Mm-hmm. You experience the spirit in the stairs. Yes. And then you descend into grief <laughs> because you did not have that comeback, so you have to go and eat I don't know a box of donuts. Right. So, the you way that you would gain a twinkie. Yes, the way you would gain from that is grief bacon and the German phrase for that is Kummerspeck. Mm-hmm. Kummerspeck. grief bacon.
1: I we, I should say we, my wife and I have well we have two cats, which is too too many in my opinion. <laughs> But the first cat we got uh, was a, what, how do I want to describe it? She was a victim of this.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was going to ask if you were going to refer to her as a delicate flower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a delicate flower, except she's not so delicate <laughs> She anymore. weighs 75 pounds. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't remember if it was the first summer we had her or the second, but it was very early on. We, before we had the three-year-old, uh, <laughs> we went on two week-long trips, pretty close together. So, went on a trip, and then I'd say within a month, went on another one. Both of those times, when we returned, she was noticeably larger.
0: <laughs> you caused such emotional grief yeah. to your ca- Well...
1: And she ate it all. To
0: clarify, I'm going to say it was missing your wife,
1: oh, and yeah. probably not you. Yeah,
0: not not, no offense, but cats now mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's okay, none taken. And since then, has she has gained even more weight? So she is now a very,
0: very large cat. Forced her to eat her feelings by taking her mother away from her. <laughs> so sad. Do you, do, we, do you want to give a shot to the next one? I think I know how to pronounce the next one. This was one I picked.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm, – I didn't even know. I haven't read this one yet, so I don't even know what it means. Uh, the word is something along the lines of duende?
0: That would be my guess. Okay. It's a Spanish word. Spanish word. Um, it is – it has two different meanings. So originally it was a name for a mythical entity that lived in the forest – a fairy or a sprite, and it possessed human beings, causing them to feel awe oh, fear or a sense of beauty in their natural surroundings. Oh. Um, however, after in the early 20th century, because of the Spanish poet and playwright Federico Garcia Lorca, um, it started to be used is a word to refer to the mysterious power of a work of art to deeply move a person, I thought it was lovely.
1: That is lovely.
0: I thought maybe in our jobs, this was a nice thing to think. I I like to think that the people our podcast listeners experience, experience duende <laughs> as they listen to the podcast. They're moved. If we deeply, <laughs> if we
1: were one of those memes, uh, the the point the what. The, I can say words. Okay. The square that that is what we think we do. Right. Would be. Duende. Duende.
0: Yes. Yes. We won't get into the other ones. See, At least one of them would just be us playing ping pong. (laughs) 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 I don't know who thinks that all of the other ones would be us playing ping pong. (laughs) 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 Okay. The next word is a Filipino word. Yes. And I found... Three different pronunciations for it.
1: All of them different.
0: <gasps> yes, but again, I know that w- we've said now twice a favorite yeah. discussion of ours. Okay, this one—it's
1: like having children. They're all our favorite. They're
0: all our favorite. We love them all equally. Um, but this is one that not only have we discussed it being a reality, we have experienced it mm-hmm. simultaneously. Yes.
1: Okay, let kay. me let me
0: set the stage. Mm, I love it when you set a good stage. Theater kids, yay! Picture this: Sicily, 1929. Yes. Yes. Sure. Why not? <laughs> picture this:
1: You pull, somebody sends you a picture in your email, mm-hmm. so you click. When you open that picture, what pops up is a pair of hands,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in that pair of hands is the softest cutest looking little baby owl that you ever did see what are you feeling right now
0: what i am feeling what i'm experiencing are you going to make me pronounce this yes i think it's pronounced Gigil, i think is the filipino pronunciation for it
1: we'll go with that
0: and it is the urge to pinch or squeeze something Because it is irresistibly cute. So it is, you see a baby with chubby little cheeks, and you want to pinch those, and you grit your teeth, (laughs) and you just got to pinch those cheeks.
1: Again, we're not advocating violence. No, you
0: should not hurt
1: babies. (laughs) But it's this overwhelming urge to just squeeze squeeze something because Mm -hmm. it's so cute.
0: Yes. If you have ever found yourself Saying to a baby, a puppy, a kitten, a small animal, "Oh, I could just eat you!" <laughs> you are experiencing giggle. <laughs> what we
1: what we would call in English cute aggression.
0: Cute aggression is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think of uh, my
1: wife and a friend of a uh, couple friend of ours in college. The my wife and her, the female of that couple, spent. Right. It was a significant amount of time. Looking up baby animals on Google, it about broke them. <laughs> Tears..
0: Oh. Can I make a confession? Yes. I, I know that you perceive me as a pretty, you know like logical, not emotional type. <laughs> but I had an experience. With one of my female friends, my friend Jimmy's wife, where we spent part of a Christmas party.
1: Shout out to Jimmy from Chicago. Shout out
0: to Jimmy, where we spent part of a Christmas party that I I think we were hosting. Oh. <laughs> oh. Looking at miniature is pigs. Is. <laughs> we spent together. <laughs> I don't know how much time we spent looking at different pictures of miniature pigs.
1: This is me hanging my head in shame.
0: (laughs) It is. But also, look up miniature pig, (laughs) (laughs) because it was probably one of the best experiences she and I had together on an emotional level.
1: (laughs) If you need a healthy dose of cute aggression. Yes. Miniature pigs. They
0: were so pink, and their little tails were so curly. I don't know (laughs) what else to tell you. (laughs) 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 So, yes. There was so... And there was a lot of... (laughs) Noises that happened because they were so cute. I believe it. Yes. Okay. Moving on.
1: Moving on. Moving on to another German. Powering down the list. Yes.
0: Another German word. Mm -hmm. This one actually is one people might have heard, and it's schadenfreude. Schadenfreude is actually a phrase that we use in English. I mean, it's in German, but it's um, one people might be familiar with. Might not know precisely what it means. It is the pleasure that we derive from someone else's pain.
1: So I know we were trying to take this on a more positive. Yes, I know. <laughs> to be a little hard going, right?
0: <laughs> so if you are watching America's Funniest Home videos and you see a dad take a nerf football <laughs> right where you're imagining. And you go, oh, but also it's a little thrill. Like, that is hilarious, (laughs) and it gives me joy. Yes. Yes. That is schadenfreude. I mean, there's an entire industry. (laughs) Right. At least TV show
1: Mm -hmm. built on schadenfreude.
0: Schadenfreude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready for this one?
1: Oh, I'm so ready for this this one. The question is, is anybody else ready for this one? If you
0: look in the check to English English to Czech dictionary for this word. You actually will see a picture of Vince <laughs> right next to it. So yes. this is this
1: is a word that is perfect for older brothers or older brother figures. Right. Um it is that's it's a very stereotyped behavior. But
0: <laughs> but also if you keep enforcing that, reinforcing that stereotype, <laughs> right. you're not going to make it better, right. older brother. <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So as an older brother, as the oldest of my siblings, this has been one of the pride and joys of my life, <laughs> if I'm honest. Another
0: chronic condition.
1: Yes, yeah, another, another chronic condition. The word is, notably, it starts with a V, which is fitting, because hmm. so does my name. Vibith note Sure For all of our Czech listeners Out there I do apologize (laughs) For all of them For (laughs) (laughs) It is a word Which here means To jump out And say boo
0: (laughs) (laughs) What I find so funny Is that Now It's so specific It means to jump out And say boo doesn't just mean to startle someone. Right. And what's so funny to me is that also is a classic move of yours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one might say a lifelong pursuit.
0: <laughs> yes. So I wonder if there is a Czechoslovakian adverb or you know do you know what I mean? A title for one who does that. Mm. Because that would be your title, I think is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would accept that wholeheartedly. Okay, the next one actually uh, describes me as well, which is why <laughs> I put it on the list. Uh, it is.
0: It's really all about you today. I yes, just don't know.
1: yes. This one is Caribbean Spanish, Cate suelto*. Is my best guess at that, uh, and it describes, <laughs> as, as the the definition calls it, the prevailing fashion trend. Among American men under 40, <laughs> which I fall into? All of that. All of that. Um, and this so uh, trend among younger American men who, which is to wear their shirt tails outside of their trousers.
0: <laughs> which means when you are in the Caribbean, the men under 40 there are not doing that, right? Otherwise, you Apparently. don't create a phrase yeah. <laughs> to say all of the American men under 40 <laughs> do this thing. That is true. Yes. Yes. So that,
1: that is a thing that I do all of the, mm, pretty much all of the time, unless it is appropriate, expected.
0: Expected, maybe. Like,
1: encourage More formal business event or yes. something of that nature. Or
0: if you're wearing your kilt.
1: Or if I'm wearing my kilt, yes. But then
0: also, it's not tucked into trousers. Very true. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if there's another word for that. It
0: would be a combination of Scottish and Caribbean Spanish, and (laughs) you wouldn't even want to be around it.
1: Maybe cate kilto.
0: (laughs) Cate el kilto. (laughs) Terrible. I'm not right. even going to. You have two more here, and I'm not even going to attempt them. So, well, I believe here's, in you. Here's
1: what I propose. So, okay. what another thing we did so we have two more that ne- aren't necessarily phrases, or they are phrases, they're not mm-hmm. words, right? Singular words, but there are a couple of phrases from other languages, um, idioms, if you will. But before we do that, um, let's talk over. We each picked so we. We, we have a script. We try to follow it. It doesn't try. always happen. We do our best. But uh, we, so we looked up the ones that we have shared thus far. We both at least knew that we were going to be talking about them. But we also brought our own lists mm-hmm. of a few words to ta- to say to each other mm-hmm. and try to guess the meanings of.
0: Yes. So we're ready to do that. I think, is what you're trying I think to we're tell ready me. to do
1: that. Let me just grab.
0: Grab your list.
1: My other listy here. Okay. Who wants to go
0: first? I can start. Okay. Again, another phrase I have been practicing in my head. Okay. To try and get it right.
1: That's more than I've been doing. I picked really difficult ones.
0: Okay. Excellent. This phrase, it's Central American Spanish. Okay. It is Cresa cresa la última Coca-Cola en el desierto.
1: Wow. Right. So it's a phrase. It's not one word. It's a phrase.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: Say it again for me.
0: Cresa la última Coca-Cola en el desierto.
1: Something. I can sort of pick up the second part. What I'm gathering is something about the ultimate dessert with Coca-Cola in it. So close. You're I, d- getting I don't there. know what the first word is. So let us say I am at
0: a restaurant. Okay. I have finished my meal. Yes. You have already said to the waitress, Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> which is a phrase I employ often. Uh which I should just say it as a statement because I don't really care which. I just know that they have one of those. But I'm going whatever one they say is the one I want. It's not like I want another product in right. the Coke or Pepsi line. I should just say Coke or Pepsi, whichever you have. Versus, do you have Coke or Pepsi?
0: You know, I'm really glad we've gotten to this point because this is the thing I've been trying to tell you for about a while <laughs> year that you could just tell them, "I will have a Coke or a Pepsi." She's still going to say Pepsi, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's fine, mm-hmm. but it is going to save everyone. That's a two-second lean, friend, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. could just get down to that.
1: Notably, <laughs> stereotypically, waiters, waitresses will not ask if Coke is okay. Yes. Which proves the superiority of Coke.
0: Wow. Wow. Coke is okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm sitting at a restaurant. I have finished my meal. On the menu, the title is The Ultimate Dessert and what that is is not unlike the american root beer float. Oh, okay. But it is a a coke, coke float. float? <laughs> it okay. is soda with ice cream. Coke with ice cream in a cup. That's my final answer.
0: I you know what? I'm not going to lie. That sounds delightful. That is not what this means, but that does sound delightful. I'm going to say it one more time, okay. and then I'm going to tell you the translation. That first word is tough. Curse, la última Coca-Cola en el desierto, means to think one is the last Coca-Cola in the desert. In other words, to oh. have a very high opinion of oneself.
1: <laughs> totally <laughs> Isn't went Isn't that wrong fun? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fun,
0: though? That is fun. I've told you the story about my, my work friend who accused someone of having too much. <laughs> too much sour cream on his taco <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> and so this is very similar yes. to having too much sour cream on your taco. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take a turn.
1: Okay. This, 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 here, my clue to you is this is something you have experienced. Oh, okay. Okay. It oh, is, I didn't
0: say this other thing wasn't something you had experienced. <laughs> oh, Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Zing, <laughs>
0: I'll
1: think of a witty comeback in 10 minutes. later on. Okay, yep. <laughs> this is a Georgian word. Okay, yep. Shemama Jamo, Shemama Jamo,
0: Shemama Jamo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, that let me think what I think that, that is. I think that is something that they say when Lady Smith. Black Mambazo sings with Paul Simon, I think. <laughs> um, and if you don't get that reference, Vince, other people do, and Kay. it was quite spot on. This is me um, not
1: getting that reference?
0: Mm-hmm. It alternate, Alternatively, is something Michael Jackson sang? Shabama <laughs> <your> <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I can't even begin to guess. So
1: something musical.
0: is I Yes, I think it's something that it does sound like a thing that has some rhythm to it, so I don't know. Okay. But I don't know why you would associate that with something I'd experienced. But we're g- we're
1: gonna go on the rhythm vein and okay. say you're mm, close. Five percent right. Okay.
0: So and all I'm hearing right now is that I'm right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll call it music for your belly. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is a word which describes that feeling. When you are already full, but the meal is just so good, you can't stop eating. <laughs> and the translation is literally I accidentally ate the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I don't like that you associated this with me, but it's funny because it's true. Right. Well I right. didn't
1: I, I could have said us. Yes. Because we have talked about this, but I didn't want that would significantly narrow the scope right, of that's true. things it could be. So
0: Okay. Okay. Shimama
1: Shamamajambo. Okay. So specifically,
0: oh, you can't look at my paper. I was trying to see it. I just realized I can't see the other words. I'm so sorry.
1: Cheating. I cheated. But I specifically, cheated. this is <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are from the Marshfield or Rapids or surrounding area and are familiar with the restaurant El Mezcal, Shout out to El
0: That is where we have jointly experienced yes. <laughs> this feeling. And
1: I'm a particular fan of the phrase which you describe that as, which is
0: eating until you hate yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I cannot eat until I'm full. I can only eat there until I hate myself.
0: I'm trying now. I'm trying to decide how are we doing on time.
1: We're doing good on time. Okay. What about 40 ish minutes. Okay. So.
0: so I think the one that I want we, to. We could use. do more than two okay. of
1: these. We do have a little time.
0: I want to. Well, oh, so, so I have one that I think is Portuguese, but I didn't write down here. I did not copy the part that said what it is. Oh, sure. But it's a definitely a Latin language, it's an idiom.
1: Okay. Oh, you went the idiom route.
0: I did. I got a couple of, well, I have two words and two idioms, but the two idioms ended up being my favorites. Okay. Um, the idiom is pagar pagar opato. Pagar opato. And I don't know, it refers to an animal. Okay. That you do something to an animal. Okay. I don't know if the word, first of all, I don't know how closely related this is to Spanish to be able to tell you. Maybe the word in French for the animal this refers to is close.
1: That probably wasn't helpful. I'm really glad I said all that. Not at all. I missed the animal section. Pagar o pato. Pagar o pato. pato is
0: the animal. Pato. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, well, that. See, you've already given me too much information. Really? my first guess would have been Pagar o Pato would be to pet something gently.
0: Oh, okay. So that was
1: going to be the first guess I went with. Okay. But then you said Pato. See, I was associating Pato pet. Oh, okay.
0: Right. But if
1: that is the animal, Pagar, what would Pagar? I'm I'm going to stay in that same theme and just say maybe pagar is the pet. So to pet whatever that animal is, pato, let's say for the sake of the only animal that I would want to pet would be a dog.
0: Okay. So you're saying pet the dog. Yeah. Okay. The literal translation of pagar o pato is to pay the duck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny to say it's the only reason i picked it to pay the duck and what it means is to take blame for something you didn't do mm. when you take blame for something you didn't do is you pay interesting. the interesting you pay the duck you pay the duck
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. that is very interesting doesn't bode well for the duck
0: The duck is getting paid. I mean, he's
1: getting paid on ill means. He's
0: getting paid. (laughs) The duck's good with this.
1: I wonder what they would call the duck that receives the payment.
0: (laughs) The collecting duck? Yeah. (laughs) It's a wealthy duck.
1: Yes. Okay. Your turn. My turn. A word. The word is Samoan in origin. And it is mm-hmm. FAMITI. There's, there's two A's. F-A-A-M-I-T-A. FAMITI. Okay. That's my best I'm guess. I'm trying to
0: picture the rock saying the word right now. <laughs> because I think that will help because it's Samoan. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's your guess? FAMITI. Yes. It's Samoan. Mm-hmm. So mm I'm trying like I just went through everything I know about Samoans in my brain and you saw that it did not take <laughs> <laughs> to try and say, well, maybe if they had a phrase, I would think their phrase mm, I can't even begin, but it feels like something small the ET at the end feels like it might be a diminutive of some type. Mm. There, that was a guess. Mm. That is not
1: entirely wrong. (laughs) Again, all I hear is that I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) We will call it a small noise. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And the reason I picked this was so I can make the noise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic.
1: And it is the squeaking sound by sucking air past the lips in order to gain the attention of... Maybe your pet, maybe your kid. Now I'm going to attempt to do this. Do it. I practiced this last night.
0: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> there you go. So
0: that's how you would do it? Not like...
1: Well, it's it's specifically squeaky? sucking air past the lips.
0: So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: That's not that like kissy boy. noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that how you call... Like a dog? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There you go.
0: Actually, I do that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's actually how I call a lot. <laughs> my kids. My okay, husband, I, w- I want. I want to
1: do. I've got one more on here that I want to do. Okay. Do you have one more you want to do?
0: I. I. Yes, I do definitely. So we can.
1: Okay, so you you go and then I'll go and then we'll. Okay. Then we'll wrap up with our other couple of idioms.
0: I okay. I I want to, one of the ones I have ended up being one we looked at yesterday. Mm. So you already know it, so I don't want to do that one. This other one I do want to do.
1: Well, just real quick, let's just share what that is. Real
0: quick, there once. Yes. Pesamenterio. Pesamenterio. Do you remember what that was?
1: Is that the banana one?
0: It's not. No, it is not the amount of time it takes to eat a banana. (laughs) Pesamenterio is portuguese for someone who joins a group of mourners at the home of a dead person apparently to offer condolences but in reality just there for the food. Right. <laughs> Pesarmentario.
1: There's one in every crowd?
0: I at least. <laughs> at least. Okay. So that was that was that one.
1: Okay. So the one that I need to guess
0: yes is a german word. Surprise surprise. Surprise surprise. <laughs> And it is, uh, I don't know if this is something you have personally experienced, but I think it would be easy for you, it, it would be something you observe someone else doing. Okay. I think it would be easy for you to imagine the scene. Okay. The German word is Spensenrider. Spensenrider.
1: Spensenrider. Spensenrider. Okay. Okay, so picture this.
0: (laughs) I am picturing it. I'm ready.
1: You're. uh, This wouldn't be in our central Wisconsin area necessarily. You're in a, uh, urban. You're in. You're in a city environment. Okay. You're getting on the metro, the, the train, whatever you call it, the L. Okay. Yep. Chicago. So you get on. And the person in front of you says, this is, <laughs> I'm starting to laugh because this is a thing that I have done, not specifically on a bus, but the person in front of you turns around and says, I forgot my wallet.
0: Oh, okay. So is that person the Spence Ritter? Yes. Oh.
1: So they are, try- they, not that it is intentional, but they
0: are. Asking for a free ride. Oh, okay. Spencer Ritter. Spencer Ritter. You know, it's interesting that you bring it up in that context when you have to bring up someone who forgets their wallet. <laughs> and not, uh, in, not in a context I'm more familiar with, <laughs> which is all of the times we've been places and you've forgotten your wallet. So it's just weird.
1: Hanging my head to in me. shame again. Weird
0: to me that that wasn't where you went. Mm-hmm. I wish. It is actually, so you get points, because it is almost the polar opposite of that. (laughs) Okay. The literal translation is an expense night.
1: As in K-N-I-G-H-T? K-N-I-G-H-T, an
0: expense night. Okay. This is a person who shows off, makes a big show of paying the bill on the corporate expense account. Oh, (laughs) wow. So, hey, everybody, let me get this one. Right. But it's like your corporate card. It's not like you're paying. Right. Does everybody else know that it's a corporate card? Well, of course they make a big, otherwise they wouldn't be an expense night. So I'm sure they make a big enough deal. Like, hey, this is on us, you guys. I'll just put it on the corporate card. I'll just put it on the corporate card, guys, because I have the corporate card. (laughs) 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 Yeah. An expense night. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Also, that, I thought that I could, is a fun one. It not only was it fun, um, I looked at it and felt like I could pronounce it.
1: <laughs> uh, important. Very important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uno mas? One more. One
0: uh,
1: more. I don't. Mm.
0: I'm peeking. Peek.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Peek. You, okay. This one. I will give it a. I will that give it a good college try. That one's really long. <laughs> That's not the one I'm going <laughs> to do. That is a very, very long one. Uh, since we've mentioned it, it is ma- "mama la penata pie." Mm-hmm. You only uh, get that one, folks.
0: It's from Tierra del Fuego. Yes, which is a word which mit-
1: captures the special look shared between two people when both are wishing the other would do something that they both want, but neither will do. In other words, you see that special someone across the room, and you want them to talk to you. You want to talk to them, you will not initiate contact, but you are wishing that they would come talk to you so that you could start a conversation. Okay. And they are feeling the same thing.
0: At the same time? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's the word?
1: You heard it before. Mm. Ma- mama la pinna tapai. Church. Sure. Very long. <laughs> okay. Not okay. that word, but not the other this one. one. Yes. The last one is "olwa" in origin. The word is Yiputka. 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 Okay. What does it mean?
0: Um, I'm gonna go all in and act like I know what it is.
1: That's just, what I've been doing all just along. Just for fun.
0: I'm gonna go all in and say a Yiputka is a kind of person, and that. Person that is the kind of person who gives un, um, unwanted unsolicited advice. So, like a very like a busybody. Because mm. that's what that word sounds like to me.
1: Once again, you get points. Oh, I want points because I would say <laughs> that that person would generate. Yuputka is a reaction, and it, oh, that is okay. what they would generate oh, okay. in you.
0: Wow. Okay. So
1: major points for that one. Nice. But, it, so we but that's that's applying it in a different context. So what it actually means, Yuputka is a word made for walking in the woods at night. And it okay. refers to the phantom sensation. That something is crawling on your skin
0: oh that's awful <laughs> I don't like that Ooh, I had just had such a visceral reaction yeah to that word yeah okay gross
1: um for example <laughs> let's say that somebody in your family not in your immediate household but in the family zone has lice
0: I was just going to say, <laughs> I was going to use the lice example. Yes. Please continue.
1: And so suddenly you have an overwhelming sensation of Yipatka all the time.
0: The And the precise example I was going to tell you, like forecasting ahead in your life, is that there will be a day you will come home from work. Your charming wife will say, we got a note from school, from daycare, from wherever, and one of the kids in Finley's class has lice, and your head will literally explode <laughs> with itchiness. <laughs> it just is the most horrifying <laughs> thing to hear, <laughs> and you will not be able to stop itching. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Your pet guy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. a fan.
1: That one. Whew. Gross. Gross.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Let's wrap this discussion up. Mm. Two more idioms. <laughs> now I was see I wanted to save these for the end because I thought it would be a novelty to switch from doing words to doing idioms. But you already did that in in the last I've segment. Ruined so. your
0: whole life. Yes. Sorry. Okay. This is just one example of how I ruined your life, though. <laughs> to be fair,
1: we will enumerate on that later. <laughs> not can we skip that (laughs)
0: just kidding just be like no we're great jerk
1: (laughs) all right let's wrap up last couple idioms first one is swedish in origin and i feel like this is particularly relevant as we are approaching unfortunately for some of us for most of us Although I know we do have a staff member who very much enjoys it, we are approaching the Wisconsin winter.
0: Bum bum bum.
1: Moment of silence. (laughs) (laughs) So for breathable air. Yes, and warm Warm. and everything nice. (laughs) The literal. So we are not. uh, I'm not going to attempt to say what these are, but the the idiom is Swedish in nature, in nature in origin and it literally translated it means there's no cow on the ice what does that even mean you might ask well if you are in the farming vicinity (laughs) if you are in the farming world you may have experienced this but it is a phrase which means there's no need to worry there's no cow on the ice the cow will not be falling over on the ice. Okay. No need to worry.
0: But also, we are from central Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. if you're familiar with what a cow is, and you are, mm-hmm. and you're familiar with what ice is, particularly you are. in this case, outside and not in a nice drink when it's nice and warm outside. Right. You probably can piece that together mm-hmm. without being an actual farmer. Right. 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 <laughs>
1: The last one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this it really, I like this how this one makes me laugh. I like how much it cracks
1: you up. <laughs> it's because I have, and because I'm four years old, <laughs> which is great when you're parenting a three-year-old.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you have that one year on him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens next year.
1: So this one is Polish in origin. the f- The idiom is translates to, "Did an elephant stomp on your ear?" Which sounds awful. (laughs) Let's just say, (laughs) get that that out of the way.
0: Seems like that would not be awesome.
1: Yeah, what it means though is that you have no ear for music.
0: I would think an elephant stomping on your ear would decidedly decrease your ear for music Mm -hmm. or anything.
1: Or just decrease. Or head. It It (laughs) would probably just decrease decrease your your ear in general. (laughs) Yes. But the part that makes me laugh so much is the next part, which is in this article, which we will link to with the other links. um, I believe this one was from the TED blog, uh, Idioms That Can't Be Translated Literally. So they also (laughs) share, so here's the idiom, here's where it also pops up in other languages. So um, they note that uh, the translators tell us, this is them speaking, that in Croatian, there is also a connection made between elephants and musical ability in the phrase, and this is what cracks me up every time. If you if you are ever in a position to give notes to somebody musically, this is for you. Mm-hmm. This phrase. Here it is. You sing like an elephant farted in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're a four
0: year old. <laughs> also, I laughed. Yeah. So I can't. So I don't know what that means I don't for know you, what that means. but. <laughs> this is useful for a lot of people. It's useful like karaoke. Mm-hmm. It's oh, useful yeah. As well as you're riding in the car with your friends and they're mm-hmm. singing. This is an important phrase
1: <laughs> and a great place to wrap up our conversation. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. If you can end on a fart joke. Oh, and there's no other joke. way to end. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just a fart joke and jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. But...
1: <laughs> end the podcast. <laughs> we hope that was helpful. Uh, we or hope... not helpful. Or not Entertaining. helpful. Entertaining at least. Yeah. But, and, and do take some time, uh, explore a little bit. There are hundreds of of words and phrases that it's like it's this big light bulb moment over and over again you're like oh yeah
0: that's what that thing is there's a word for that yes yes
1: so be empowered with all of these new words to describe your everyday thing everyday life experiences that you have
0: or just tell people that they sound like some like an elephant farted in their ear yes if that's all they take away from and let us
1: know how that goes for you
0: yeah If they tell you you have a punchable face (laughs) and you are forced to the grief bacon. Yeah. (laughs) See? See how it all works. It all all comes together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for sticking with us with this episode. You, You can find us on Anchor and a host of other places. Yep. There are so... Lots of them. Lots of places you can... We're not quite up to anywhere you get podcasts, but... We're working on it. ...numerous places. And, of course, the link... You've clicked on the link. I don't need to tell you where to find us. You are here. But you can find our other episodes in roughly the same places and listen to them all. Yes. So, thank you for sticking with us.
1: Like we said, we hope you learned a little something, but at least we're entertained coming along for the ride. This is Sue and Vince signing off for now and we'll see you next time.